You're listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast with your host, Jessica Hawks, where we get honest about all things entrepreneurship, balancing life and business, and navigating the world in a digital age. Welcome back to another episode of Digital State of Mind. Today we are talking about if everything is Googleable. <laughs> this is something that's been talked about, especially a lot in the online space. And with being an educator in the online space, this is a conversation that I'm exposed to quite a lot or a conversation that I have to take part in, especially on TikTok. So today we are going to talk about what Google can do for you uh, whenever you're first starting a business and what Google cannot do for you when you're first starting a business. So whenever we find the online space, it's obviously very exciting to learn that there's so much potential online that we could start a business, potentially quit our corporate jobs, replace and surpass our corporate income. There really is no cap on the potential that you have whenever you start a business and obviously it's super exciting and so our first thought is usually to rush to Google, to YouTube, to start reading blogs, to take in really as much information as we possibly can and the thing is the online space is very very unique. The VA industry, the virtual assistant industry, copywriter, Pinterest manager, I mean, these these careers being so accessible online and so prevalent online has really only started to happen within the last two years or so, I would say. Probably more so like a year and a half is when we've really seen the boom start to happen with this. And the thing about the online industry is that it is constantly evolving. And when I say constantly, I mean it. There are so many new updates, so many new strategies, so many new amounts of information being thrown at you every single day. And as someone who is trying to stay relevant in the online space, you have to keep up or you are going to be left in the dust. And with this, what I see so often is a misconception that you can simply Google your way through anything that you need to know in regards to starting a business. And I want to preface this by saying two things. First, Google is an amazing resource. If you are wanting to be a business owner and enter the online space, you need to know how to use Google. I mean, come on, it's 2021. You need to know how to use Google. You need to be resourceful. You need to be proactive. So there are a ton of resources on Google and YouTube and blogs that are really, really helpful in regards to specific programs or specific strategies. That's my first preface. (laughs) My second is that... I am completely aware that there are always limits to investing in yourself, and this is a very individualistic situation. There are some people who can readily put money into something. Maybe they have had they have savings, or they have someone in their family who can help them, or they have a partner who is willing to help them with that. And then there are some people who don't really have the money to do it, but they figure out a way to make it work. This is what I did whenever I was first investing. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I had to put my payment for the first program that I went into to teach me how to build my business on two separate credit cards. It was, it was, the struggle was there. 
And then there are also some people who literally do not have the money to put into something other than their basic needs. Maybe they have a family, maybe they are living by themselves, they have kids, they're supporting their partner. There's so many different dynamics that can be taking place that don't allow someone to just go out and invest in an online course or in a mentor. So I am very, very aware of that and that's something that we're going to talk about a little bit later as as far as how you can make that work if that's the situation that you find yourself in right now. So getting into it, why everything is not Googleable. And if I sound sick, it's because I am. So just bear with me here. The show must go on. So relevant info is extremely important whenever you are learning online strategy. I would say this is probably the most important part in learning online strategy is learning it ethically and learning relevant info because there is so much information that you are going to come across on Google that may be helpful to someone but may not be helpful in the slightest to you. So learning relevant info that is actually coming from someone who has been in your situation, who has then seen success in the online space is pretty much life-changing. For example, there's a a common misconception that there's a cap on how much you can make as a virtual assistant. And if you are only looking at resources like Upwork or Fiverr, then yes, there likely is a cap on how much you can make. This is why relevant info is important because we are not finding our clients through Upwork and Fiverr. We are starting our own business as freelancers, or at least that's the ideal route to go if you're really wanting to scale your income. Now, whenever you're starting a business online, there's a ton of different goals that you can have, right? But a few of your main goals or a couple of your main goals whenever you're starting out is that your business should be number one, profitable, and that number two, your business should be sustainable. Number three, your business should have integrity. The problem that we find when we start trying to Google our way through everything about starting a business is that so many articles and blogs and YouTube videos and resources are not equipped to meet the service industry at its current place. And what I mean by that is that because the online space is constantly changing, the information, the tactics, the strategies, the pricing, the framework, the programs are using, that also needs to be constantly evolving to keep up with where the industry is at. Otherwise, your business is constantly going to be outdated and you're forever going to be 5, 10, 15, 20 steps behind your competitors although I don't really like to call them competitors. We generally have a great community aspect in the online space. So nonetheless, here's where the purpose of investing into someone comes in. And when I say investing, I mean investing in either a class or a course or in one-on-one coaching from someone who is where you ideally want to be and who has likely gone through struggles that you are currently going through. When you're able to learn from someone's unique experience, In that way, it really helps you to set your business up for success from the get-go because the beauty of a good coach, a coach that has integrity, that has care for their students, and that has a really expansive amount of knowledge, hands-on knowledge, preferably, please teach from someone who has done what you're trying to do, um, is that their teaching is rooted in fact and not on emotion. And what I mean by this, because obviously every coach should in certain times lead with emotion when you know dealing with students or when helping students, it's very important to be an empathetic person if you're going to be teaching other people. But 
Their teaching should really be rooted in fact because that's what matters at the end of the day. You as a person, your personal beliefs and your personal ways of dealings with things can be rooted and there's so many different things about you as a person that can show up in your teaching. And whenever you are really trying to be led by fact and strategy and things that work, that's when you're able to properly teach people. A good coach should understand the why of what you're doing and what they're teaching you to do, not just vomiting out information that they've heard from other people and then they're calling themselves a coach and then teaching you these things, right? The reason that they want to be able to understand the why and to teach you these things is so that you aren't caught off guard. Let's say, for example, you are on a discovery call and someone asks you a question that you weren't expecting. Whenever you understand the why of what you're doing, you are so much more equipped to be able to navigate different situations that would otherwise catch you off guard because you're not just repeating information. You actually understand why you're pricing yourself this way, why you offer these services, why you onboard clients this way, why you set your business up this way. It's so, so important to understand the why. And whenever you're Googling and finding resources from all over the place, it's really, really difficult to put the pieces of the puzzle together. This is something that I struggled with for months because I was scared of investing. I wasted so much time just finding little bits of information from all over the place without really feeling like any of them were helping me get further along. I had some programs that I had learned over here. I had some general services that I had learned that virtual assistants offered. I had all of these tidbits of information that were, I guess, helpful, but I couldn't put them together in an actionable plan. And I think that this is the problem that so many people run into. And whenever you think about it, you wouldn't Google your way through becoming a lawyer. You wouldn't Google your way through becoming an accountant or a doctor. And I'm not saying that being a virtual assistant or a service provider is equivalent to that. But what I am saying is that oftentimes because the online space is so accessible for us to enter into, we don't take it as seriously as we would other careers, or at least in our head, we don't. We feel like, oh, I'm starting this side thing. It's just, it's no big deal. We tend to really downplay it when we're describing it to other people, or maybe they downplay it to us. They describe it as this little business that we have, or they really undermine the importance of what we're doing. But what you're doing is starting a business, and that is a huge responsibility that you should take really seriously. And when you aren't getting catered mentorship from someone who knows what they're talking about and has gone through the ups and downs and knows the do's and don'ts of the industry, it makes it really, really difficult for you to start off on the right foot and to also grow because you're likely going to be implementing incorrect tactics like cold DMing because you don't know the way to conduct proper ethical sales, um, improper tactics and services that you're offering, not using the right programs with your clients, not working with them in the best capacity and giving them the best client experience that they, they could have. And what that will do is likely lead you into situations where you feel stuck. Whenever you aren't crafting your business to become this powerhouse and this well-respected business, 
you likely are going to have a really difficult time breaking past certain amounts hourly, whether that's $15 an hour, whether that's $20 an hour, whatever it is, when you're kind of just getting by and not really understanding why you're doing certain things in your business and not learning how you can improve those things and scale from there, it makes it really difficult for you to break past certain price points or certain levels in your business or even even levels in terms of your mindset. So then what happens is a lot of people get to that point, they struggle charging past a certain amount or they struggle getting past a certain amount of clients. And then they feel like, okay, well, I'm stuck here. This isn't working out for me the way that I thought it would. Therefore, I think this whole online thing is a scam because this person said they were making $60 an hour and here I am stuck at $15 an hour and I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And that then has this domino effect and that's how misinformation is spread. People don't do things the correct way. They then don't see the results that they were wanting to see and then they think that the online business space is a scam and then they tell other people about it and then they tell other people about it and it's just this warped view of an industry as a whole, right? So whenever you are entering into the online space and deciding, okay, I want to be a business owner, you have a duty to uphold the integrity of of the collective, basically, you have to do things correctly so that other people around you in the industry aren't suffering because of the the way that you did things incorrectly. Um, and what I mean by that is that whenever you enter an, a new business space and you don't start things on the right foot, you don't give the best client experience, you don't do things the right way, those experiences that people have, whether they're just people around you or your clients, those bleed into everyone else's thoughts and it really makes the people who are running amazing, really successful, really integrity-driven businesses suffer in the long run. So whenever you're entering the online space, I plead to you to uphold the respect of doing things the right way and really providing a stellar experience to people and putting the work in to learn how to do them the correct way. So you may be sitting there thinking, okay, this is awesome, but what if I don't have the means to invest whenever I'm first starting? If anyone ever tells you that you can't get started without investing a huge amount of money or even any money at all, then they are lying to you and I would never want to perpetuate that idea because it's not true. And there are so many different situations that people are in, some that are not even their own fault, that don't allow them to be able to have extra funds to invest. Some people literally are getting by or scraping by paycheck to paycheck. And that doesn't mean that they aren't working hard. Some people are working day and night all the time, full-time jobs, but still don't have extra money to invest. So my advice, if you are in that situation, is to use Google to get yourself started. If you, there are resources online that can help you start to put the pieces of puzzle, of the puzzle together. I myself have over, I think, 12 to 14 hours at this point of free videos on my Instagram, answering questions, helping people get started. I created this podcast as a free resource. There are so many resources that you can look at from mentors that you may even want to learn from and then start putting the pieces of the puzzle together enough to get yourself off the ground and running. 
Then once you have gotten yourself off the ground, maybe you get your first client and you're still a little unsure of things, but you're getting by. Once you have the ability to reinvest in your business, do it. It is one of the best decisions that you will ever make if you're investing in someone who has your best interest at heart and who has the knowledge to back it up because you will get so much farther, so much quicker whenever you are investing yourself. It's literally a cheat code to be able to work with a coach or a mentor or take a course from someone who is exactly where you want to be. I know that sounds a bit contradictory because I'm like, don't, don't Google your way through starting a business. And then I'm like, but you can do it if, and you know, do I think that all of the resources are there to be able to tell you competently how to start your business and craft it for scale scalability on Google? Not at all. Do I think there are enough free resources out there to help you get your feet off the ground and get things moving and, and get enough income flowing in to be able to then reinvest? Yes, because even after you start getting that first client, you want to build your business for scalability, right? That's always our goal. We never want to be stuck at a certain income because really whenever you have an online business, the sky is the limit. There is there is no limit on how much you can grow your business, how much you can scale your income, the opportunities that you can create for yourself and for other people. And what it makes me so sad about, you know, some of the resources that I've seen online is that there are a lot of them who are teaching people to work for free or, you know, that you can only scale to this point as a virtual assistant. And it's simply not the case. I have known service providers who are making multiple six figures within their business. And then I see a Google article that says, oh yeah, as a virtual assistant, maybe you can make an extra thousand dollars a month. That's pretty much it. It just totally blows my mind. And having a coach and someone who has gone through that experience helps you so much with accountability, with community, with scalability, with sustainability. And whenever you don't have that backing of someone who has been through what you're going through and knows the rights and the wrongs, then you likely are going to find yourself in situations where you can't scale, where you're overextending yourself and saying yes to things that you really don't want to say yes to or don't feel aligned with. You likely will be undercharging or letting people take advantage of you or just simply working with clients that don't inspire you. And that's not where you want to be if you're trying to grow a business. Whereas whenever you invest and put the work in and do things properly, that is how you create a wildly successful business. That is how you reach 60, 70, 80, 90 dollars an hour and and scale to the point where you are then starting to bring on team members and you know hit crazy income months and and grow your exposure and grow your market. It's just a really cool thing whenever you whenever you do things the correct way. So with all of that being said, how do you vet someone that you're interested in learning from? Because I will say that there definitely are some people out there who don't have the best business practices, who don't get results, who just don't teach, or at least don't have the experience to back what they're teaching. And I don't want anyone to ever invest in something and then feel completely ripped off by it. So 
I would say whenever you're looking to invest in yourself, you have the due diligence to research that person that you're learning from. Go out there, talk to them, learn about their experience, look at reviews, look at the curriculum that they're teaching, look at what's included, really do your research on your end to make sure that people are are seeing results from this, to make sure that this person did hit the levels of success that they are then teaching teaching you to hit because just because someone is a new coach or a new mentor doesn't mean that they're a bad mentor every single mentor was new at one point right but what they should have done is have successfully done what they are trying to teach you to do that's the biggest key because i have also known some coaches who have started a business for let's say as an an example, as a virtual assistant, they weren't able to get clients and really struggled with it. And instead of addressing that and really starting to see success through that, they thought that pivoting to becoming a coach was the option to go. And then they struggled to teach their students how to successfully build a business. That is not the person you want to be working with. You want to be working with the person who gave their clients an amazing experience, who went through the ups and downs, who hit their income goals, and who really crafted a business that was based on integrity and sustainability. So do your due diligence and remember that investing in yourself will always, always, always get you further ahead. Thank you for listening to the Digital State of Mind podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hawks, and I am so happy to have you here. Follow along with us on Instagram at The Digital State of Mind so that we can stay connected with you and get your feedback on what you want to hear on the show. I know everyone says this, but we're serious, okay? (laughs) Talk to you next time.